Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Triple OT. As always, we are your hosts, Seth Howard. Scott O'Dario. And Austin Bell. We are three some college students who are passionate about sports and love talking about them. This is a very special episode because it is the last episode of Season 3. We will be back better than ever for next season, Season 4, in about a month. But before we get the show started, um, this is... Um, uh, our co-host Scott's last in sh- show, in studio, in studio show. show. It is eleven thirty on a Thursday night. It is eleven thirty on on a Thursday night after the draft. Prepare yourself for grammatical slip. We have a lot of a lot to talk about, but before we talk about that, Scott, Austin and I just wanted to give you a little something something for your troubles. Um, we have a card in there. Read the card first because. Aww. That's a lot of tissue paper. I, we bought 96 cents worth of tissue paper. We did not want to waste any material. Retiring. Yes, you're, reti- <laughs> you're retiring. Uh, where should I start? I'll start with AB. Is this your handwriting? On the left? Yeah. Yeah. Holy shit, I didn't know that. It's good handwriting. Like about the record show. No, I didn't know it was going to be you. I, like This is such good handwriting. I really didn't think it was yours. Let me read it. <laughs> Uh, my cute boy. Thank you for the memories. Glad we took over Chris and Jeremy's room. Can't wait to continue our journey, AB. I have the same sentiment. Um, from Seth, our our dearest Scott, congrats on our retirement. This is so you. Don't sound like ass. Love you, homie. Here's to the memes. <laughs> to those memes indeed, Seth. To those memes. Can I, can I yes. Rip it apart. Oh, it's my thing, so we can continue in season four, is it not? Yes, it is. Oh, it is a it is a mic um, that you can hook up to your computer. My shitty computer. So that uh, we can give you some decent audio for when we figure everything out. Awesome. Technically. So hardware-wise, you are set. Awesome. My good sir. All right. Okay, so let's get started. Tonight we had a draft. We had a draft. We had a draft. We had a draft. First of all, before we get to that, uh, we do, in fact, suck at softball. Um, we'll update uh, on that. Would you like to start as our manager, coach, team captain, and clean up batter? So I'm going to start with the easy one in that I didn't put my team in a position to succeed on Tuesday night in the men's slow pitch softball 2021 tournament. First of all, do not put that on yourself. Oh, well, I have to as a coach. You um, assembled the team when no one else would. I assembled the team. Was everybody's head in the right place? I don't know. We had some guys playing some co-ed games. Uh you know, the fence, it was different dimensions out in that field. They took the took away our uh, training wheels fence. Austin had the first ever probably strikeout looking in slow pitch softball history. That was awesome to see. We also had a one two three inning. Um, a lot of good stuff. I wish we had something to build on. You know, that's the nice thing about slow pitch softball. There's always tomorrow. Just not in our case. It was really fun. I'm really glad we got to play. Honestly, I did not think they were going to do it. It was such a compressed time frame. It was so close. It was during finals week. So that we yeah. all, the fact that we all got it done, it was like we were able to play. Nobody yeah. was in quarantine. Nobody was anything like that. It was just a lot of fun. Wish we could have played more. Mm-hmm. Not, not even so much winning. Just playing more would have been a lot of fun. But like I'm glad you got to play with us, Seth. I'm glad you had so much fun. So I, I actually I had a, so much fun playing. Second night um, was I wish we could have won, obviously. But no, I mean, for not playing any sort of ball with stick game, uh, I had a lot, a lot of fun playing. So I appreciate you guys letting me uh, in on the team. Awesome. Very, I think for the good of the cause, softball-wise. Softball gives me gray hairs. Gray hairs. You had a comebacker. You made a play on a comebacker. It was a very slow one. Okay, but, but still. I still made it. Good. Okay. Most rapid fire ever. I don't have anything to say. No, we're going to start on the ice. Teams are clinching playoffs, and we're going to put ourselves on the record as being cognizant of that. So, as of April 29th, all the games are final for the Thursday night, April 29th. The teams that have clinched the playoff spots for the 2021 NHL Stanley Cup playoffs are Carolina, Vegas, Florida, Tampa Bay, Toronto, Washington, Pittsburgh, Colorado, Minnesota. Yes. And the only teams to be eliminated so far are Philadelphia, Detroit, Columbus, New Jersey, Anaheim, and Buffalo. So that's where we are now. That's where we are. Let's move on. Baseball. Baseball. Kansas City Royals and the Giants. Best record one percentage-wise in the Major League Baseball. The Royals have 15 wins. The Giants have 16 wins. And the A's, Red Sox, and Dodgers all have 16 wins. Milwaukee Brewers also have 15 wins. So you're kind of you're seeing them separate a little bit. We're about a month in. Today would have actually been a day that the Players Union was going to start the season if Major League Baseball 
didn't tell them to start on the first. Okay. So we could have been missing out on a month of baseball. It's been a very fun month of baseball. Month of baseball. It's just kind of been overshadowed. It always is by March Madness right at the very beginning. Then you get to the Masters, and then you get to the draft talk, and now we're mm-hmm. going to get maybe a little bit of time. Usually, like, the NBA playoffs and NHL playoffs are already starting, so it get oversh- overshadowed even more until, like, Father's Day. But good stuff out of baseball so far. And with basketball in the NBA, we have the Jazz, Suns, Nets, and Sixers of all clinched playoff spots so far. And the Thunder, Timberwolves, and Rockets have been eliminated from postseason contention so far. This is your reminder. Your last one you're going to get for a little bit before the actual playing tournament that there is a playing tournament. tournament. Love it. All right. Okay. Deep breath for what we're about to do. Okay. Okay. Go for it. The NFL draft night. Round one was tonight. We had a lot of lot of chalk at some points where we, we very much knew who was going to go where. We had some draft day drama um, with a couple teams. Let's start there. Let's start there. Early today, we found out via Schefter that uh, Rodgers was disgruntled, quote-unquote, mm-hmm. with – the organization and that he wants out and he has no part. He wants no part in being in the organization. So as someone who was working on a finals assignment Mm -hmm. while the disgruntling was happening, was it disgruntling because of the report that they were trying to trade him and that San Francisco was trying to trade for him? Or was it just Rogers in general with the entire situation? Like we joke about Jordan love and the protection he doesn't have. Like what was it? If you guys had to say, he wanted an extension. Okay. They wanted to restructure, and obviously the stuff came out about the trade, and then he kind of, I'm sure he got his wheel spinning of probably, hmm, maybe it's just not right for me here anymore. Because okay. he did talk about he wasn't happy with the Jordan Love pick, especially because they didn't tell him and they traded up to do so. Mm-hmm. They didn't even gra- they didn't grab him a weapon to use. Um, they didn't get him any help. Um you know, there might have been some trade rumors floating around, even though they did decline that offer. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I mean, to top it all off, based off of who they picked um, in this year's draft in the first round, um, was not a, a, I would say, a home run pick to help their case to keep Rodgers. Um, so that created a lot of stir around the third pick. We'll get to that in a second. But let's start at number one. Number one was we all knew it was going to happen. Part of me was kind of hoping that some crazy shit would happen. They would draft somebody else, but no. Trevor Lawrence um, is going to be is a is a uh, Jacksonville Jaguar. Urban Meyer. What the hell took them so long? I don't know. I don't know. You have ten minutes. Also, you have you know six months to figure this out. You do. Because we knew. Right I think around, I think we knew right around like week fifteen of the NFL season, didn't we? Yeah, that as soon as officially on the clock. Yeah, and I think everyone's known that Trevor Trevor Lawrence is going to be the first overall pick since about. I think probably freshman, sophomore year of high school. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, there's not much to talk about other than he's, I mean, that's where, I mean. we Like, all, the whole talk of him going to a team was not which team he was going to go to. It was which team was going to be in a spot to yeah. pick him at one. Yeah. Um. So that was interesting. I believe, do you guys think that he is the can't miss quarter, like the best can't miss quarterback other than maybe Andrew Luck and Peyton Manning in the last 20 I years? I feel like that's pretty safe. 21 years. Do you feel like Jacksonville is a horrible landing spot, though? Not necessarily, though, okay. because I think Urban has a history that is a completely different franchise right now. Yeah. Because you get the different culture, you have different coaching staff, you have everything's different. Everything's different, and bringing in a guy like Trevor Lawrence and kind of stacking it on top of what they kind of already have um, is going to, I think, going to be a really good match. For them, um, co- unlike how I think about the next pick, Austin, what do you to answer Scott's question about is this a bad landing spot? What do you think? Uh, I don't necessarily think so. Uh, he comes in already has some pretty decent weapons already in DJ Chark, um, guys like uh, Keenan Cole. Um, he has a pretty decent offensive line. They're not the best in the league, but they're obvi- they're not the worst. Um, he has a defense that's kind of still in the rebuilding phase of what they used to be back when they were Saxonville. Um, this team has five uh, draft picks in the first 65 picks this year. Mm-hmm. So yeah, let's three yeah. tomorrow in the second round. Yeah, let's not forget that they, I mean, 
whoever they drafted the first pick, I mean, the first pick in the second round mm-hmm. is essentially a first-round talent. I mean, you got Uwusu Kamara still sitting up there. You got Trevor Morg still sitting up there um, if they're looking to go defense because they did draft two offensive guys in the first round. So that could be something to look for um, in the second round. Um, Jets. Jets took Zach Wilson, which we all thought mm-hmm. and many others thought was going to happen. I remember when it came out that this was going to be the pick, everyone was like, why are we doing – you know, has some reservations about it. But now that we've kind of sat with it, he had a great pro day. Everyone seems to be okay with it. Yeah. Okay. I'm cool with it. I'm cool with and it. They're in kind of a similar spot. They have a lot to play with. I'm still not happy okay. that they traded away Sam Darnold. I yeah. Mean, you're sitting there at number two, and you, you're kind of in a similar situation as the Jags. You have a bunch of picks in the first first two days. I think you go out and get a guy like Jamar Chase, maybe Kyle Pitts, maybe even Panay Sewell. Kind of keep trying to build around uh, Sam Darnold. I think they moved on way too quickly. They kind of got trigger happy. Um, now it's not a bad pick, given the fact that they did trade away Darnold. Uh, they're they're trying to build around this guy. But how often do we see a new coach come in, try to build around a guy, and then boom, they're out in three, four years? I think they're gonna be. I think this team's really gonna struggle next year. Rookie mm-hmm. head coach yep. in a tough, tough, tough division with yep. Bill Belichick. Um, good Bills team. Good Bills team. Very confident Miami team. And then yeah, very confident Miami team. It's gonna be a tough go at it because you got a rookie head coach, you got a rookie quarterback, and it's gonna be a rough go at it. I mean, I definitely agreed with Austin that they probably should have stuck up Sam Darnold, but I get it because Sam Darnold has had a rough go at it too. And I feel like Sam Darnold, the best thing that could have happened to Sam Darnold was exactly what happened. Get drafted to a, or get moved to a team that is going to put is gonna, stuff around him. Exactly. Now. Go to a, a better team. Anything was better than what he was at. Um, so, yeah. Third pick, there was a lot of – This is when the draft started. This is when the draft started. We were Nobody really knew what was going to happen here. I don't think really anybody knew what was going to happen here other than the three individuals that made the choice, um, which Austin told us that it was just the, the three, you know, big hoo-hahs in the, in the organization, the GM, the owner, and – uh, the head coach. Um, some thought Mac Jones. Mm-hmm. Some maybe thought Justin Fields. Some thought Trey Lance. Trey Lance was the choice. Yeah. I think it's a perfect fit, I think personally. I think you're not doing the thing where you're drafting Jimmy Garoppolo again. Um, you get a guy that is has an incredibly high ceiling, doesn't have to play right away, but once he figures it out, he's going to be really – he's going to be a good player. So – and I – I thought right away, um, whoever goes to San Fran, I think a lot of people think the same thing. Whoever goes to San Fran is going to have probably the better career just because of the pieces around him. So, I think now, now the question is just what they do with Jimmy. Yeah, I think you keep Jimmy for a while, yep. and then you move off of him eventually because you have to – By a while, do you mean a year? Yeah, I don't. I think you let Trey Lance learn, sit for a year, and then, you know. Okay. You know I like it. I'm not sure how long uh, Jimmy's contract is. Um, but we'll see what happens after that. Sure. Do you want to talk about our mock drafts that we posted? On we Twitter? can, yeah. This is when it fell apart. This is when it fell apart. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was. I would like to just toot my own horn for one second, because I did fucking race this thing out. Um, if you guys follow us on Twitter, um, which you probably do, um, the graphic that I put out of all of our picks, I raced around the clock to get those out. So there you go. Um. First two, we all picked the exact same thing. Um, and A.B. and Scott both had Mac Jones. I had Justin Fields. And then next pick, which uh, was probably the one of the like the second best player in this draft, yes. I think. Kyle Pitts. This one was up in the air for a while. Yeah. Until about 3 o'clock this afternoon, I felt like. Yeah. I mean, some people thought maybe – they were going to trade out. Mm-hmm. Some people thought maybe Justin Fields, but I think this is a perfect pick. I think this is absolutely perfect. Um, you get an offensive head coach for Matt Ryan. You get a dynamic pass catcher and tight end that can, that can literally do anything. Yep. And you get Matt Ryan back, who's an experienced guy, and then continue to try to build around that defense, I think, tomorrow um, and then in the rest of the week. So... Um, Next, um, this is one that we kind of 
we kind of disagreed on. Okay. Um, I really, really thought that Panay Sewell should have gotten drafted here personally. Um, Austin's shaking his head at me. But uh, I really think they should have built around that offensive line because this game is literally about blocking. And as I think one of the most important parts of this game, um, you solidify that offensive line and you don't have to worry about it for 10 plus years. That's how I see it. I I will be really interested to see what happens like when the smoke is cleared from all this draft, you know, we're looking at it in August, September when they're talking about a training camp, what Joe Burrow did to get his guy. Mm-hmm. Cuz he opted out, didn't play this year. Neither did Sewell, right? Neither did Sewell. So, I like it's just one of those things that was Burrow in everyone's ear just, you know, I need this guy, I need this guy, I can make him, I can turn turn him into yeah, we can be this, you know, young dynamic duo. So, I totally get the pick. I totally get the pick. Um, I'm not like you just have a hard time selling yourself on it. Yes, because okay. I totally like I understand the value of a, a of a solid offensive line. Yeah, like if your offensive line is not concrete and solid, then you're setting yourself up for failure. I think they got dudes right now that can do it. Mm-hmm. Um. But I just think you you got to solidify that offensive line. It's obviously not what they did. That's not the direction they go. But I get to pick. But, it, yeah, I definitely do have a hard time selling myself on it. I look at it like this. Uh, you're not going to get a guy like Jamar Chase in the second and third round. You can get an uh, offensive tackle. You can this is a very deep round. tackle interior offensive line draft class. You just brought in Riley Reef to come play tackle for you. You still have Jonah Williams, who wasn't the worst tackle in the world. It was mostly on the interior of their offensive line. So they did do some working there to try to bring in tackles. Uh, you go and get a guy maybe like uh, Landon Dickerson, Wyatt Davis, Creed Humphrey, maybe Deontay Brown on in the third round. But, yeah, you're not going to get a guy like J- Jamar Chase in the second and third rounds. Yeah, I'm not going to argue with it. Yeah. But it's, I mean. Both sides have a very compelling argument. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm not going to argue with okay. it. It's whatever. Uh, Jalen Waddle with the sixth pick. This surprised me. This you Austin called it, but this surprised me. I honestly, I don't know. I didn't watch Jalen Waddle all year, so I I can't really. He was I, hurt all year. He had a. I can't really say. I can't really mm-hmm. argue on this pick. Personally, I like Devonte Smith more, but mm-hmm. um, I all year Jalen Waddle consistently uh, proved that he was kind of one of the. He was probably the better guy for the most part. Um, I would have taken Devonte Smith, um, but Jalen Waddle um, is probably I think is the. Third best receiver in this class. Austin. Personally. I only thought of it this way just because, you know, Jalen Waddle had a very good, what was it, 2019 season. Devontae Smith had a good one too. I just thought Jalen Waddle's was better. And like you said, he was off to a really strong start, and who knows what would have happened if he played the entire season with Devontae Adams. Devo- I mean, not Devontae. Devontae Smith. He did win the Heisman. He did have a great year. I, I don't know. I just felt like uh, they kind of been talking to him the most more than they were with Devontae Smith mm-hmm. in the past month or so. So this is that's kind of where I thought they were going to go with the pick. I felt like just from the mock drafts we had done all month that whoever – it was one and two between like Chase and Sewell between Cincinnati and Miami a little bit. So seeing Chase go to Cincinnati just meant Sewell had to go to Miami, but that wasn't the case. So Sewell falls to seven to Oregon, which seems like a great fit. He did fall to the Lions. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah, this was this is a really good fit um, for Panay. Um, I think anytime you have the opportunity to draft, I think a future Hall of Fame offensive lineman, um, you Probably. should go ahead and do that. Yep. I think this, out of everyone in this class, this dude has the best chance of being a Hall of Famer just because of his ceiling. The dude is 20 years old. The dude is literally 20 years old. He might, I, he might even be 19, but he's – he is a child. Mm-hmm. He won the Outland Trophy against SEC opponents at times um, as an 18-year-old. You know, that does not happen every day. He's only going to get better with age, yep. um, and this this is an absolute steal at seven. I think if these teams, these teams drafting from one through, you know, one through three were not so quarterback heavy, I could have seen an offensive, you know, if they had a guy, maybe a quarterback that got injured, and then they sucked. I could totally, and then he was going to be back for the next year. I could see them drafting Panay Sewell, um, any of these picks. But yeah, absolute steal. I'm um, at number seven. Um, number eight. This one kind of surprised some people. 
J.C. Yes. Horn from South Carolina. Um, some people had Patrick Sertan uh, going here. Um, I believe... None of us. I had Patrick Sertan. Yep. I had a trade. You had a trade, and then uh, Austin had uh, Panay Sewell going here. Um, were we kind of thinking they were going to get something to either protect Arnold or help Arnold out? Yeah, I, I okay. thought I thought... I thought maybe Devontae, maybe Devontae right here, um, and maybe Rashawn Slater. Um, that obviously did not happen. Um, but J.C. Horn, really good um, really good player. Um, some have him as the second best um, corner in this draft. Um, I think he's still a good pick. Um, you still need to solidify that defense. Um, what do you guys think? I think? Go ahead. I think he's the most NFL ready, just in terms of the scheme he played in at South Carolina. And you look at kind of the guys that like maybe Patrick Sertan played around, kind of helped him be the way that he was. That's maybe kind of what the Panthers look like. I looked at with this, um, but yeah, I I don't hate the pick. It's not I'm not the biggest fan of it, especially with Rashawn Slater sitting there. I felt like you go protect Darnold. You know he's gonna probably be in the same situation he was kind of when he was with New York. But uh, I, I'm not pissed off at the pick, but I'm not happy with it. Okay. Um, for me, the draft amateur in the room, it was weird to see the first defensive player be a corner and not like an edge. I just want to get that out there. I just think this this draft is so offensive. Like, it's very offensive heavy. It's and very it's not great edge wise. Yeah, I mean? I mean, I just think if it's a if it's a heavy offensive draft, you do it. Like, you go ahead and and draft the offensive guys because honestly, these top seven picks. I could not see. I mean, any defensive player, right? Like, no, I think no. all of these, all of these guys landed in good spots as far as the offensive guys. All these guys landed in good spots. So yeah, I I thought the pick was weird. Um, I didn't think it was the best pick, like Austin said. Um, number nine, uh, the Broncos. Uh, some thought maybe uh, take a quarterback right here, Justin mm-hmm. Fields, possibly. Um, but they uh, obviously have some confidence in uh, Drew Locke to kind of. Um, Make something happen. Um, they definitely need to improve that defense, um, which they definitely did here. Yeah, I mean, easy answer is Vic Fangio just trying to bolster his defense. He's a defense first guy, and maybe they like something they can wait on in the second round for it. Yeah, yeah. I I didn't see them going quarterback after they went for Teddy Bridgewater. I don't think you go get Teddy and then go get another quarterback and add three to the room. I think I think it was a good pick for him. I think it's probably the best fit. For Sertan, probably outside of the Cowboys. So I thought it was a pretty good pick. Okay, number 10. Um, this was originally Dallas's pick, um, but they traded with the Eagles. Um, I always find it weird when teams in the same division trade. It was very weird when Philadelphia popped on the screen. Yeah, it just feels yeah. like why would I wouldn't like why would you even entertain it? But I I mean, it's fine. Um, and they got I think they get a steal at 10. Um, Devontae Smith. Um, there's not much else to say about him. Heisman Trophy winner, um, one of the best route runners in the league. A lot of people uh, dislike that he's 160 pounds. Personally, I don't think it matters at all. Um, it's the NFL. It'd be different if he was 160 pounds playing in the Mountain West. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but he dominated. He dominated the SEC yes. and dominated um, the entire nation. Everyone. Yes. So yeah, they got they got to steal at ten. So we now have three wide receivers taken to play with real quarterbacks. Yeah, Chase. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, I yes. think of yeah, Oklahoma, yeah. Yep. But yeah, that uh, currently is happening. Um so this one put gray hair all over my body. I was very excited. <laughs> so who it was the It was originally the New York Football Giants. It was the New York Football Giants and we saw trade and yep. we had talked earlier about possibly you know, they're moving the Bears moving up I somewhere. The Bears were going to try moving the top 10 and then once they didn't I kind of gave up on it. Yeah. But they so they trade up to 11 for next year's first-round pick also. Yes. Which I, right now, prisoner of the moment, I feel okay about. Well, but, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, next <laughs> yeah, year yeah. when field sucks, maybe. You yeah, know, maybe, I'm just saying. Maybe I'm a little angry if, next year. If field sucks, then, yeah, it's it's you're, you're, you're hating it. But I I think this I was had, perfect. This was the first was, this, time I've ever had people reach out to me on my phone and tell me the Bears are doing something right. This was, I like, as soon as Justin Fields made it past – uh, the Broncos, yeah. like for me personally, I was like, okay, he's, he's gonna fall somewhere. He's, he's gonna fall Someone's somewhere, go and yeah. this worked out perfectly for the Bears. Um, I think, 
You have a good, decent running game. With um, decent. they need to get some help to help out the running game, man. Yes. Help out fields. But I mean, you have Allen Robinson. You have some other weapons. You might go get some other weapons later in the draft, which I'm sure you will. Um, this was perfect for the Bears. I think this was, out of all things that could have gone right for the Bears tonight, this was it. Mm-hmm. Personally. So that's I was excited for. Other it. than an absolute gift falling to twenty, not having to use another, but that's I'm not even gonna worry about it. I was I was genuinely very excited for you. Yeah, I'm still fun. excited. It's gonna be it's gonna be fun year and you know whenever he gets the nod. Seven and ten never looks so good. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Austin, you have I mean, uh, when I, once I saw him fall to eleven, I wasn't surprised that a team was gonna try to hop up, especially since all week the Giants were kind of like, oh. We're willing to trade out if the price is right. Mm-hmm. I get the price was obviously right for them. It, to me, it was between you guys, football team, and then obviously the Patriots. Okay. So. Yep. So twelve. This was originally, this was going to be Philadelphia's so, pick before they traded Night yep. of. Tell me about Margaret Parsons, you too. I th- I personally um, I wasn't sure if the Cowboys were going to go here because of Leighton Vanderesh, but I kind of do. I remembered the injury problems. Micah Parsons flies all over the field. It's a good player. Um, I think this is a good pick, personally. Okay. Um, Rashawn Slater was still there, um, but they don't really need you know a guy like that right now. So I like to pick. Yeah, I I saw them probably either going here, maybe Caleb Farley, or uh, maybe Edge, Jalen Phillips, Quiddy Pay. That running game, there that run defense was very terrible last year. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm sure they're gonna address. One of those those positions later in the draft, um, but yeah, I thought I thought it was an overall pretty decent pick. Okay, go cats, go cats. In fact, go cats. This was a, um, I thought it was a steal getting this dude at thirteen, yep. Rashawn Slater. Um, the happiest guy um, in Los Angeles right now is in fact Justin Herbert. Yep. Um, you get you you get a guy like this, he's going to help you out all over the place, offensive line. Um, is big necessity in this league, um, like I have already preached so far in this in this show. Um, it's going to help with the run game. It's going to help with the pass game. Happy Friday. It's going to do great things overall in that program. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Jesus. Happy Friday. Holy uh, shit. 12 o'clock. <laughs> um, so this next pick would have been Minnesota's. Would have been Minnesota's. They, they traded Slater back. Get picked. Said we don't have anything for us here. Trade back to 23 with the Jets. With the Jets. The Jets follow our rule. And they grab an offensive lineman, Elijah Vera Tucker, from USC, offensive guard. Um, and he is going to play. Uh, he's going to protect their new future, Zach Wilson. Yep. Um, I like the pick. Grabbing a uh, top 15 offensive lineman or top uh, four offensive lineman in the draft. Um, I definitely agree with that. No, no need to even talk about it anymore. Um, McCorkle. This dude, the Patriots, what the fuck? They he they did not move at all to draft the dude yep. that literally just has to change his laundry, and that's it. They don't have to do anything. He doesn't have to do anything. He doesn't He's, have to learn how to go through <clears throat> a different like strict culture and doesn't have to nope. learn how to like put the team first. None of that stuff. He is going, that he is going so to so the well. same team, except it's in Foxborough yep. and not in Alabama. It's just funny how they it, it just works out. Time is a flat circle. They found their next fucking Tom Brady. And it's the same damn person. He's not going to kill you with his legs. Nope. He's not going to. I mean, he looks fat like Brady did in his draft picture. And it's just funny. And I, more power to him, to be honest. Yep. No More power to him. Hopefully he has something to throw to. We'll see. I don't know. They put a lot of money in their <laughs> pass catchers. Austin, anything from this one or even the Jets pick that we kind of skipped you on? Uh, I thought... Patriots got lucky. I don't know how I feel about the Jets pick. Okay. Um, to me, he's not like I felt like if they were going to trade up, they should have went Christian Darrisaw mm-hmm. and moved him over to right tackle, or moved uh, Becton over to right tackle to jump up for a guy who didn't really have a good, in my opinion, twenty twenty season, and he didn't really measure out well at his pro day. Um, I, I also felt like if they would have stayed where they're at, he could have dropped all the way down there. But hey, uh, to me, this is what. Miami tried to do last year with Austin Jackson and uh, Tua. So okay. Uh, next pick, Zayvon Collins. I didn't know a whole lot about Zayvon Collins. Okay. Personally, so I don't have much to say, other than that. Defer to Austin. They needed they needed to get that defense figured out. Uh, 
it's a, it's a decent pick uh, at 16. Probably not where I would have taken him. But he's, he, to me, he reminds me a lot of um, Eric Kendricks from the Vikings. He's got really good cover skills. He's a little bit bigger. Um, so from the sounds of it, they're going to use him and replace him where uh, Hassan Reddick used to be since he ended up going on to the Carolina Panthers. So it's not a terrible pick in my opinion, but uh, probably a little, just a tiny bit of a reach. Yeah, it felt a little reachy right when it came out. Um, Old John Gruden. But not as reachy as 17 overall. Not as <laughs> reachy as 17 overall. Um, you could have traded back to like 38, 40. maybe 40 to grab this dude. But you know what? They're going to take their guy right now. Yep. We might be, we might eat our words one day and he might be a Hall of Fame offensive tackle. But he's not what they need right now. But you know what? That's not what they needed right now. But... Alex Leatherwood is going to be a Raider, and it seems right. It seems like it seems has like a good fit. Gruden reached on every one of his draft picks so far at the hell, at, in charge of them in his like second tenure. Austin's nodding yes. I liked Rugs personally. I liked Rugs, but the one that pops to me, but it still Farrell. felt like a reach. The one that Farrell, yes, Farrell was a big Farrell was yes. a big reach. You look, yeah, you look at you took Colin Farrell fourth overall. Also later in that draft, he took Trayvon Mullen, who was projected to go. Th- third round Ugh. and then you could yeah you could the rugs is not a is not a bad pick but you look at who was on the board cd lamb justin jefferson at the time uh to take him over one of those two guys it still wasn't a bad pick but maybe just a tiny bit of a reach for who it was okay yeah yeah that it just even though i do like rugs and i do like what he's he's done so far in the league it's just like if you don't have to do it right there. No. You don't have to draft Alex Leatherwood right here. You could have drafted. You could have traded back to twenty and drafted Colin Farrell, but mm-hmm. you know what? The Raiders. You know they're gonna be the laughing stock of that division, except for on offense. But whatever. Uh, Jalen Phillips is gonna stay home. He's gonna stay home in Miami. Don't know a whole lot about Jalen Phillips, but he's staying home. Injury prone. They talked a little bit about that during the coverage. Yeah, he had to sit out twenty eighteen season. Uh, thought he was going to retire, ended up coming back. I think it was a concussion issue. Um, came back 2019. And I think he uh, sat out uh, 2020 due to COVID. Obviously, um, measured out very well at his pro days. He, besides like Jason Away, he had the second best edge 40 time. Okay. He's like six six five six six. So very yeah. lengthy. Personally, if they're, I mean, they had two just, first round picks. Like you kind of just playing with house money at that point aren't you yeah like just hearing kind of about the injury stuff i don't know why you kind of i don't know why he isn't one of those guys that falls and then ends up being a star like i just it feels weird that you a guy that got hurt and then didn't play is getting drafted so high it it i don't know it just kind of makes me shake my head a little bit um jamin davis kentucky inside linebacker i like this pick uh you have a phenomenal front seven uh you have a phenomenal defensive line you just solidify that and um get a decent linebacker um from the sec not the sec you're thinking of but the sec yeah i was surprised i went defense honestly just addressing the needs but pretty good pick he's only gonna make them better mm-hmm. i think i said when it came out they're gonna try to win their game six or three so mm-hmm. yeah we love the washington football team in the studio do what they gotta do now this one Ricci. Very. Okay. They probably didn't need to do it. Okay. They probably didn't need to. Kadarius Tony, great player though. Don't get me wrong. Great player. But is this what they needed right now? Is this like is this what they needed? Is this what they needed at needed at the twentieth pick? I don't know. Great good player. Maybe has some injury history, but fast. Can do a lot of things for you. Can catch punts. Can play receiver. Can take off some of the load off Saquon Barkley. Maybe do a little end around action. You know, Matt Nagy knows a lot about that. Um, be cool. But yeah, I don't. It was a dumb pick at the time, like at that spot. But they are loaded at receiver now. Yeah, they just are. Uh, yeah, I think it's obviously a reach too. And you look at the framework of how their receivers are. They just have a bunch of small, fast guys. I think if you get yourself into that type of situation, you're not going to have a big time receiver. I think. I think if you would have went Rashad Bateman here, that would have been a little bit better of a pick, still maybe a little bit of a reach. Or maybe Christian Darisaw here help out that offensive line because we know how atrocious it was and how bad their run game was. 
uh, or maybe even Edge, the guy who was taken right after this pick, but uh, who, whatever. Yeah, Quiddy Pay, Michigan. Um, really, really interesting story um, about him. If you guys haven't heard the story about him, I suggest looking into it. It's a very, very compelling story, uh, but uh, nonetheless, um, great defensive player um, from Michigan and a uh, player from Michigan. Scott, you want to say it? Oh, player from Michigan finally gets to go play in Indianapolis. There it is. Um, ESPN has him ranked as the number one um, pl- uh, position or player to his position, okay. um, 18 ranked overall. Um, and like Ken Scott said, um, he's only going to make this. He's only going to make this team better. Yeah, um, like we've talked about the Colts throughout the entire offseason. Like they're just that one quarterback away. Obviously, they have wins. <clears throat> yeah. Now they're just kind of. Adding and hopefully it all works out for them. Uh, yeah, I think a move that they probably need to make later in this draft is they need to kind of address that tackle spot. Yep. Um, they lost a guy um, in retirement. Yep. But again, like we've talked about, it's so deep. Yeah. Offensive tackle wise. Yeah, so. they're going to be able to figure that out. So not not too worried about that whatsoever. No. Um. Next, this one was interesting because I kind of forgot about him. I kind of I kind of like when they said when they the, when the Titans called Caleb Farley's name, I was like. Oh yeah, he's there. Um, some inter- interesting. This dude sat out um, of the 2020 season due to COVID, and he ends up testing positive for COVID. Like this week, yes. you know, this week, yes. and takes another test and tends earns to you know ends up being negative. Um, and he had some really bad you know back issues. Um, so we talked about the physical all all week long. You have to talk about the physical when you talk about Caleb Farley. Yes, if you're talking about Caleb Farley, have to talk about the physical. Uh, I think it's a great pick. He's going to start obviously the season on the PUP list. Um, maybe that's good for him. Maybe it's good for him not to go full speed right away. Just let him learn the defense. Um, team that lost Malcolm Butler, uh, Dory Jackson in free agency. Um, he's going to come in and be a day one starter once he once mm-hmm. he does get healthy. If he does get get healthy, where does Tennessee go next? <clears throat> Uh, I'd probably the defensive side, either yeah. That either, defense was horrible. Yes, was I'd say either edge horrible. or even maybe offensive line. Okay. Okay. Austin, how do you feel? Take it away about Christian Derrissaw. I I was excited about the like I, I was really high on hopefully maybe, I'd get lucky again and a team is just absolutely dumb and passes on a really great player. Didn't get that this year, but in my opinion, I got just as good as a player and one Let's extra pick. But he was the highest highest graded pass uh, protecting tackle in the draft class, so hopefully he's a good player. I think he's going to be a good player, but only time will tell. Mm-hmm. Seth, take it away. Very excited Steelers about 24. this pick. Very excited about this pick. Been manifesting this for a long time. I have been talking about Najee Harris since the Notre Dame game mm. of the college football playoffs mm. when he hurdled a man. Okay, another <laughs> human being. He hurdled a man. Um, I wanted, I know this team needs offensive line help desperately, desperately needs offensive line help. But in my opinion, you go get the best running back in this draft. You get him right there where you can get him. You didn't have to trade for anything. You didn't have to give up any picks. You get to go get this guy right now, the best running back in the draft. And you know, we're not going to have to worry about it for a while. I think it feels like chicken or the egg. Like, you could try to piece the mm-hmm. offensive line around and then hope you have the running back to fall in, mm-hmm. or you can go get your running back and because then piece your offensive line around. in this tackle-heavy draft, where there's okay. Tevin Jenkins is still there, Cosme's still there, Eichenberg's still there, we can we can get one of those guys. Yep. That's not, you know, Dickerson's still out there, Creed Humphrey's still out there, Quinn Miners is still out there. We can get some of the – we Spencer, might, we'll be Spencer able to – Spencer Brown's still out there. Spencer Brown's still out there. We'll be able to get some offensive line help. We're yeah. definitely going to address that. But if you look at that running back room right now, it needs help. Yep. You need you need to get that. This is the this is a star in Pittsburgh okay. Bruin right now. Okay. Um, this next one confused me. Confused all of us, I think. Yes. Travis Etienne joining his teammate. Joining his teammate in in Jacksonville. What first, the fuck? First time South. in the Super Bowl era that a quarterback and running back from the same school have been drafted to the same team. It's it felt weird because you have a guy. James Robinson, that was a 25-carry, 30-carry back that can get it done and honestly was the bright spot of that team last year. Mm-hmm. So it feels weird. You know, it feels like like you 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 met, you'd mentioned earlier that 
Maybe Urban, Urban fell asleep. Urban fell asleep. Trevor Lawrence is like, hey, can I do this for you? And then did it. Or Urban Meyer's building his team like a college team because it's all he knows. And you know how, like, coach comes in, recruits him. He's like, is there anyone else with good grades that might be interested in joining the Jacksonville Jaguars football team? Mm-hmm. And Trevor Lawrence is like, yeah, my friend Travis. And then that's how he gets drafted. I believe that was the exact conversation that's that ex- happened. In the exact zone of I think when we get the 30 for 30 on how Jacksonville went from the number one overall pick to a Super Bowl team, um, we'll talk about that. The, cannot that, wait to be featured. That will come out, and we will all get a lot of money because we knew what happened. Austin, I feel like you feel similar about this pick. Yeah, I was not. Ha- I was like very. <laughs> I wouldn't say <laughs> I was. <laughs> I wasn't really pissed off about the pick. Like, you can maybe see the direction tra- they're trying to go. Like, you look at teams now. Like, they usually have a some team. A lot of teams have a good two two way running back system. You know, it's is. Uh, who tweeted it early tonight? It was a guy from the Steelers. Uh, Casey Hayward tweeted, a running back is a defense's best friend. Maybe they're trying to help out the defense with getting another running back. Um, I think, you know. Triple option. Yeah. You could have went safety here, in my opinion. Trayvon Moore was still on the board. I thought I thought that was going to be the pick. Maybe go offensive tackle. Maybe the, I felt like you could have got him with the first pick of the draft tomorrow. But, hey, Urban Meyer yeah. apparently knows I feel like they're going to get more tomorrow at 6 p.m. Maybe. Mm-hmm. They they lead us off in Friday night's stuff too. Right? I'm excited for that. Yep. Um. So these next couple picks, I'm just gonna kind of rattle off. Um. We will obviously go back and talk about them, but I'm just gonna rattle them off. We'll talk about them after. So with the 26 pick, uh, the Cleveland Browns took Greg Newsom. Pro cats. Pro cats. Pro cats. Pro cats. Um. Uh. The Baltimore Ravens took Rashad Bateman. Uh. The tough to be a wide receiver in Baltimore. Yes. And yep, they can't sign him, so go draft them. Uh, the Saints took Peyton Turner from Houston, defensive end. Um, we'll talk. I kind of want to talk. Have taken him at any of our mocks? <clears throat> Who? Peyton Turner. Absolutely not. I have not, okay. personally. Uh, and then Green Bay took Eric Stotes. We'll talk about that. Kick a man while he's down, why don't you? Let's just let's go ahead and just talk about this. This was like. Also, it was like. Happy birthday, Gunner. Happy birthday, Gunner. <laughs> um, it, it just felt like maybe you try to win over Rodgers. Maybe you try to do it. And then it was just like. Yeah. Uh, Oh, no. I saw a tweet today that said Aaron Rodgers won't talk to his own mother, but the Packers think he'll just walk back in and play for you. So that's where they're at. Do we think it – can we just talk about – do we think Rodgers out the door? Gunta Koontz. Gunta Koontz. They're pulling, they're pulling the old Texans move. We're not going to trade him. We're not going to trade him. He's our guy. We're seeing how that's working out. Maybe there's going to be a – I don't want to say it, but maybe there's going to be an allegation that comes out here soon. Fuck. Maybe knows? he'll be fat. James <laughs> maybe, Harden. Maybe he'll be James Harden. Harden. Comes in full beard, fucking fat as shit. Who knows, man? And then deflate himself and go to who's good and needs a good quarterback. Indianapolis. Football team. Indianapolis. Football team. Football team. He's going to football team. If he went to the football team, I would drop the Vikings immediately. for Deshaun. Or just straight up. That would be the weirdest trade ever. (laughs) Just straight up Rodgers for Deshaun. That would be insane. That would be absolutely insane. Straight up. They didn't even do Goff or Stafford straight up. Nope. Nope. But the, this one killed, swell, felt like a – if I was a Packers fan, this, this would feel like a swift kick to the nuts. <laughs> uh, Gregory Rousseau. <laughs> perfect. Gregory Rousseau is going from southern Florida, Florida to freezing cold Buffalo. Which and, is Canada. Which is basically Canada. He's going <laughs> to love it up there. Uh Buffalo, they, um, I don't know. They, I don't really know what they needed, but I thought they would go running back. I liked Etienne to them, but he got taken off a lot earlier mm-hmm. than we all thought he would have, would have, was going to, or maybe should have. Yeah. This I next, think, I think Rousseau helps out. This next round is where shit gets weird. Is where like the tra- there's gonna be trade dudes flying down the board with mm-hmm. trades. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. Um, Spencer Brown's gonna get taken. Spencer Brown's gonna be taken probably the you know top three picks of the second round. As long as Quentin Mertz goes before, was it sixty one? He'll be the highest. Yes, we D3 need that to happen. Ever. We need that to happen. Shout out D three YD three hashtag YD three. Um, Joseph, Jason Owe and Joe Tryon from Washington um, to the Bucks. Uh, do we want to talk about pro cats or pro Gophers? Shad Bateman. Greg Newsom. Um, I think 
the the Cleveland Browns really got fucked because I really thought they would have went either Zayvon Collins or Jamin Davis, and that's kind of what they were hoping on. They needed a linebacker for sure. I I think I see what a lot of teams are looking at when it comes to Joke. Um, he's kind of undersized. A lot of teams look at him as a safety. Yeah, why not take jo- Why not take a Uskamara there? I mean, he's a t- he's a first round talent. He is, uh, and he's very versatile. Um, I I just don't. Like you, you know NFL teams these days. If you're gonna be in the box, or you need to be big or some some bullshit like that. And then you, you, I think measurables played a huge role in this draft, just because yeah. they really couldn't evaluate. Yeah, I see that. I see that. Film and pro days did, this year. Did uh, Jock? Did he play? Yeah. Last year. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just I think you see the guys that are kind of dominating the league right now, like. Like if we if we went all off the measurable all of the measurables, Aaron Donald wouldn't be a a, no. a future Hall of Famer, which he is right now. You know, well, you're right. I, I mean, mean, Russell Wilson wouldn't even be a quarterback; he would play well, slot receiver. Aaron, so, Don- Aaron Donald was he a first round pick? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fuck, there goes yeah. my entire point. Circle back. <laughs> yep, sorry about that. Fuck. Well, you look at the 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 way that the linebacker has tra- position has had to change. Megan, it's the Megan Monday Night Call. Wow. But yeah, if you look at the way that linebackers have to change over the past years, how offensive changed as well. You know, they're smaller, but they fly around a lot more, yeah. and they also mm-hmm. they could bring themselves to the party. They could tackle. Yeah, I think I know Joe can do that, but you know, football teams these days, I don't it's know. weird. I just, a I first think... round pick only comes around so often. Like you get one a year, unless something totally breaks your way, or you are in a position to trade for a second one. To swing and miss on a first-round pick cripples your team. Yeah, you know unless I mean? you're like a Chiefs or like a Bucks. Unless you're a team that literally doesn't care. Yes. If they, who they pick, like, or like a Patriots, like yeah. obviously the Patriots have I'm just, their. I'm just like I'm thinking, I'm like close to the situation, but Bears. You swing and miss on Trubisky, on Trubisky at two overall in 2017. Two crip- years of yes. three years of Mahomes and Watson were there, yes, and it cripples your team. Yeah. Like if, if they swing and miss on fields, God forbid, cripples the team again. Yeah, oh, it's so, going to be rough. It's have, I mean, the I whole think, management, everything is out the door. Like, Nagy's gone. Uh, Pace hey, is gone. Yes. The whole fucking team is gone. Allen Robinson is gone. So Everybody's fucking there's gone. There's just a level of certainty that everyone needs to have. It needs to be more like a – almost like a unanimous decision in the first round. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of like – other than the teams that usually do well regardless, like the Patriots – the Chiefs for a while won't really – who they draft won't really matter. The Steelers kind of – I mean, they've had good players, but it's like we've had fu- – we fucked up, we fucked up in the draft. This is the most rebuilding the Steelers have ever, ever had. Oh, yeah. Oh, by far. So, we've never had – yeah. And they rebuilt with a 24th overall pick. Yeah. So. And it feels like we're cl- – I mean, it now feels like we're getting close again. But mm-hmm. after – I mean, it's going to be a total rebuild once Big Ben leaves, but whatever. They also um, took Greedy Williams last year in the second round. So Yes, they did. And Grant Delpit is there as well. Yes, both both did get hurt last season, but yeah, we'll be a very high, you know, high ceiling team right now. So um, I felt like the Buccaneers could have thrown a dart at the big board and been okay. Yeah, when you when you bring back all twenty two starters from the Super Bowl champion, and then your entire coaching staff, um, probably the Water Boys are all coming back too. Uh, It feels like you can't really miss. some big names kind of still on the board. Looking forward to tomorrow. Obviously, Wuskamora is still there. Trayvon Morg is still there. Um, the the cat from um, North Carolina is still there. The, run, the running back is still there. Some quarterbacks still available. Uh, we talked about it all night. Davis Mills is still on the board. Uh, Kyle Trask, probably the best. Uh, either him or Kellen Mond. Um, uh, the two best quarterbacks, Elijah Moore is still there. As far as offensive linemen, um, Tevin Jenkins still there. Liam Eikenberg still there. Um, Dylan Radons from North Dakota State still there. Quinn Miners still there. Um, Creed. Creed, yeah, Creed Humphrey still there. Landon Dickerson still there. Wyatt Davis. Wyatt Davis still there. A lot of good, a lot of good offensive linemen still there. As far as receivers, we have Elijah Moore still on the board. Um, we have uh, two. Tutu Adwell still there. Terrence Marshall still there. 
Um, Rondell Moore is still there. Amon Ross St. Brown. Amon Ross St. Brown's still there. A lot of good guy. A lot of a lot of good players still on the board. As far as defensive players, we'll kind of just run through it. Christian Barrymore still there. Sante Jen- Samuel Jr. Sante Samuel Jr. is still there. Aziz Ujiari is still there. Um, Ronnie Perkins still there. Um, Nick Bolton. Um, Tyson Campbell. Levi Unzuriki is still there. Um, so uh, this net like this round. It's going to be the fillers. This is the filler round where you you kind of you round out your team. Um, we're going to see. We'll see. Still see some big names. Like there's still some fun big names still out there that I'm really looking forward to. Scott, Austin, both. What are you looking forward to tomorrow? You go first. I'm trying to think. Well, me personally, I, the Vikings have let's see, three third round picks tomorrow. So I think we could see them move up into the second round. Um, we finally get to see the Seahawks and the Rams come back to play. Um, uh, but, yeah, um, I don't know, man. It's going to be interesting where Quinn Miners goes, seeing what, like, I feel like once one offensive lineman goes, there's going to be a huge run on him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I like. I think I would like the Bears to get someone to protect fields a little bit, maybe trade back and just kind of sit on their hands for a little bit because mm-hmm. they've been notably all in for, like, the last five years. Yeah. So I must look I mean, I'm looking forward to seeing where these big boys go. Yes. I mean, I love this tackle deep draft. So um wherever these dudes I mean someone's gonna get a steal with some of these dudes. Like like Landon Dickerson tore his ACL but was an Outland trophy. I mean could have won the Outland I mean I think he did win the Outland trophy. So um yeah, I'm looking forward to where these big boys go. Um so with that being said, this Concludes season three. Do you want tr- do you want big threes to get us out of here? Or do you want to? Oh fuck! Get, yeah, yeah. Nope. Officially want to go. Nope. Let's do it. So we have season three triple OT moments, things that happen in the first round of the draft, and our summer plans, or what we're going to do before we start recording season four. Season three triple OT. Going on Buccaneers Reddit and finding our friend yes. Ronnie and having yes. a Super Bowl insider for this. For that was awesome. Totally. I'm gl- so glad that worked out. And he wasn't a freak. Totally. He could have been weird. Yep. He was so weird. Did unfollow him, though, because of something. I can't remember. It wasn't weird, but I've unfollowed him because he was... Is he a hater? No, he said he didn't like some offensive lineman, and I... Whatever. Is so a threshold for... Oh, whatever. Dude, I love offensive linemen. Like, I'm an offensive... I love offensive linemen. You're going to be okay with me, you know? Leaving? Yeah. Dude, I'm not at all. Okay, I won't be either. We're good. Austin. Uh, I'm going to go with doing all the mock drafts. Let's go on. I'm going to go with being able to do it. Yes. Coming back and not having to do it over Zoom. Yes. Um, I'm just, I'm happy that we were able to have such a good season and good year. Um, and then I have to like look back, to be honest, um, at some of this stuff. I'm just going to go with the, our ability, your ability primarily to come up with all of these big threes. Cause that is something that I always look forward to at the end of the draft or at the end of, um, the show is doing the big threes because, you know, no matter how boring the show is, you know, how like however that much downtime there is, there's always something to talk about with the big threes. Okay, Austin. Shit, I literally just had it in my head. Um, fuck me. I'm a trade back. All I right. literally just forgot what the fuck. I was really glad we got to cover a. March Madness, because we didn't get to do that last year. Yes, that is something that this program has not been able to do yet. And then, yeah, like, I've never, like, anyone who knows me knew I, like, didn't grow up in a football-type household. Like, it was always baseball and basketball first. So to go through the mock draft and, like, see why it's so much fun for you guys was awesome. And I appreciate you kind of dragging me along for, like, the first four mock drafts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh, I remember. Being able to cover Simpson Sport again. We mm-hmm. kind of didn't really get to do it in the fall. Mm-hmm. And then we kind of started getting our sports back. And then it seemed like every day we had a sport to cover. Yeah. Except for this also, something. shout out, Jan Taylor, All-American. All-American, yeah. yes. yes. Um, My last pick, do you wait. This, do you have your second one? Oh, yeah, sorry, my bad. Oh, shit. Try back again? No, 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 I got one. Uh, us uh, trying to figure out the play-in games system. Oh. That was, <laughs> that was a good time. Um. And my last pick, I'm going to take – fuck, fuck, fuck. I'm going to pick, like, being able to add something to a sport that's not football in hockey. Yeah, you did 
I was able to that out of the park. Honestly. I was able to come in and I was able to provide for my family. So there you go. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Things that happen in the draft, Austin, go and don't take my pick. Yeah, then you one of you fuckers take my I'm pick. not going to take it. I'm <laughs> not going to take it because I'm happy for you and I'm allowing you to take this. Uh, I'm just going to go with the whole Aaron Rodgers fiasco, which I kind of le- think, in my opinion, leads into what you think made your decision. Okay. Well, I'm going to go with uh, the Chicago. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to take Steelers taking Najee Harris. Got a star. Okay. So I'm going to take. So I'll first of all, I'll take Bears trading up, Ryan Pace, and everyone else putting their nuts on the table to actually go go get a quarterback. And like, just the reaction that I knew the team was doing something right because people mm-hmm. were happy for me. I'm very. I am genuinely. And they got to be in person. It was yes. super awkward to watch last year watching Roger yes. Goodell walk around in socks in his basement. It was disgusting. Yes. Back to you, Seth. Um, I will take. I'll take how the there were six Alabama players mm-hmm. taken in the first round, Turn. and none of them were Ricci. They were all like just damn Hollywood. good players. Maybe the last good player. Maybe the second last. Maybe the second last. Except for the yeah, except for <laughs> except for the reach. Except for the one, except for that that the low one where we literally like, yep, this is a fucking reach. Yes. Other than that one, yes. Um, I'm just gonna go probably for all three of us. I think all three of our teams killed the draft this year. You know, as far as the first one, round, yeah. yes. Round one, yes. Absolutely. The round one of the draft, the Bears traded up. Hopefully, finally got their future. Hopefully not. We'll see. That's a lot of weight. Um, that is a lot of weight for a Bears player. Seth having his dream fulfilled, kind of like I did last year with my friend Justin. We got what we wanted, baby. And then my team not reaching on a guy kind of like AVT when you could kind of go back, get some more picks, and get a guy like Christian Darisaw who's probably a lot better in my nope. opinion. Totally, totally good pick. And then I'm going to go with the, the, the couch on the stage. That was very weird. <laughs> couch on the stage. I didn't know what they were going to do with it. I thought they were just going to like, Watch it, or like Goodell would sit down and yeah, like Goodell was just gonna and, sit yeah. there and he did it for one pick, which was you know had a, a nasty big lockdown flashback from last year. Your pick or my pick? You, me. Yes. Uh, I'm gonna go with the uh, every time there was an unmasked group, there was always the COVID <laughs> vaccinated sign. Mm-hmm. I always appreciated that. And then my last one, I'm gonna take Trevor Lawrence's dad. It's nuts being oh, squeezed fuck, on that's that couch. Pick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I am as, gonna- as a male. That was tough to watch. I'm going to take this because I know no one has gotten this far to mm-hmm. the show, more than likely. But the uh, in the, I believe it was the Bateman household, the random white guy the sitting right. in the, <laughs> sitting the, in the front seat, and I asked several times, "Who the fuck is that guy?" The dude with the Carson Wentz on. The, also in the Bateman household. Yeah, also, also in the, ba- in the, the Bateman, Bateman household. Anyone in the Bateman household, please reach out. Reach out. I would to love us, to. We, we would, would love, love to, to talk to you <laughs> and know more about what this family dynamic is like. What about Jalen Waddle walking out on his family? Did you guys see that? What? When he got picked, he stood oh, just, up and just walked out. Didn't okay, hug like, anyone, just walked. What are you supposed to do? Devontae Smith also like gave like a, what's up, bro, like to Mac Jones when he was walking out. That was fun. But yeah, Does what? Mac Jones look like a Lego person? Hey. Yeah, yeah maybe. Okay. 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 Summer plans for us. We don't really have to do a big three, but we can just kind of talk about just it. Talk, go ahead. I personally am uh, staying on campus. I'm going to be training here. I'm going to be working camps. Uh, making some money here, um, and then uh, playing a lot of golf. You fucker, you took mine. But yeah, let's think... see if I can find. I know we're not doing a big three, but see if I can finally hit my short irons the way I'm supposed to. Very looking forward to hearing about this. Yes, um, but yeah, I'm moving to Orange City with Logan on Sunday. After that, we're taking a trip out to Utah because I've always wanted to see Arches National Park out there. Visit the Mormons. Visit the Mormons. Say what's up to Zach Wilson. Um, but yeah, just kind of. Do that. Enjoy the month of free time we have before she starts classes up there. Um, and then working, umpiring, trying to figure out what to do with my next step of life, and then kind of just going from there. Um, I'll be going home uh, until May 23rd, getting my vaccine, all that good stuff, uh, getting getting healthy again. I'll be back on campus for the summer, you know, training, kind of doing the same stuff Seth is. Um, don't know how much golf I'll be playing. Kind of be – a little bit more locked in since I had, I didn't get to play in the spring, so I'll kind of be a. Seth not locked in. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, no, I'm just playing. I'm just no, playing. I I no, need to be I, extra locked I in. I did tell you to stop I didn't playing so much spring. golf last. No, I know. I, I, I know exactly. <laughs> I did, and then I came out and started playing better. No, I, I'm just kidding. But yeah, uh, so me and Seth are gonna kind of have the same summer, kind of snuggle together, maybe mm. see where that so goes. So, yeah. 
thinking May, kind of off. Yeah, we're gonna take the, the we're gonna take the this is a season finale. Um, we were thinking before that we were not gonna have Scott, but I'm determined to make that happen. I'm determined as well. And so we will. I'm gonna get the software figured out. We had we just got Scott a mic, so he won't sound like a uh, five cent mic. Um, but yeah, this pretty much wraps up season three. Um, I mean, shoot, if you, I mean, we have six, this is 65th show, um, and we've averaged about 15, 16 shows a season so far. Maybe, no. We cranked them out in the fall. We were. (laughs) We cranked them out this year too. I mean, for having a season, I mean, shoot, we did a lot. So, yeah. Golly, golly darn. So we appreciate every single one of you listening in. And as always, until next season, this was Seth. And Scott. And Austin. We'll see you in June.